and thank you so much for joining us once again. It's a pleasure to be back. I am the Grey Knight. This is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode 72. We're back. We're going to be trying some questions after the piece today, although in a new format. Hope you like that. And, well, besides, it's been pretty wild, guys, so thank you very much for your patience. Um, You've noticed that there's a lack of intro music the last couple of weeks, and, of course, that's back. I've been trying as hard as I can to keep everything going with all the bells and whistles, and I really appreciate that you guys have given me some time and, and space to get some things figured out. Uh, that should be just about enough of the uh, the upkeep for business. Uh, I do want to say that it was a real pleasure and a real honor uh, getting to sneak that second novella out, uh, getting to sneak the after-school special out uh, while keeping everything else going. And that was only possible because of you guys and your support. So thank you. And now on to the more fun stuff, which is the piece ahead. As I said, you guys have been very, very good to me. Essentially, nobody could ask for a better fan base than I've got. And the number one thing that you guys ask for is more mail submission. And so, without further ado, I bring you Futile. It's useless. No matter how strong I think I am without you, it's useless to fight you, my desire for you. I cannot begin. There is a time, not so long ago before I met you, where I felt whole, complete. Now. Worry, wonder, if I don't hear from you, if I don't hear you, smell you, see you, if I'm not nearby, oh, I am a poor and pathetic creature. What have you done to me? Why have you brought me so low? All I want to do is exalt you is to hold you in the highest acclaim. And yet, here we find ourselves with me needing to take a knee just to kiss your lips. Do you derive pleasure from it? Do you enjoy seeing me beg, grovel, waffle in between needing you and wanting to push you away? Do you feel power, pleasure, when you look down on me? Hmm. I'm just a man. And just a man with his desires. Nothing more. And yet, you, with your eyes glowing, and your skin radiant, your fingertips just 
perfect little talons hiding beneath the flesh. You, you're the one who did this to me. And like I said, I feel powerless to resist you, totally incapable of fighting you, pushing against anything that you push against me here. Take your hand and put it on my sternum. Do you feel how tight I am here? Do you? How tense I am in my stomach, my belly, the fire inside. It is because every part of my breath, my lungs, my eyes, and my heart focus on you, whether I can or can't have you. And every time you take your attention away from me, I am that miserable creature again. I need it back. I want it back. I have to have it back. And so I vacillate between wanting to hurt you and wanting you to keep hurting me. And I don't know how or where or why. I know that I belong to you, that I need to be with you, that I have to be in your life, whatever the cost, that I cannot resist you. And so because of that, I'm lost. Lost unless I give you everything that you ask for. Does that please you? Is that what you want to hear? Fine. I'll go to greater depths. I will sink down even lower. I will embarrass myself for you. That's what you want, isn't it? My shame. My doubt. My insecurity all just offered up on a silver platter, all just pushed in your direction, and then you get to pick and choose. You get to bite and nibble off me like I'm a buffet, and I suppose I am for you. Everything, anything you want. So I will. I'll pull out my cock for you and stroke it, and come. And you can just sit there, and laugh at me, and point and deride. Or you can purse your lips, and you can smile, and you can realize that it's all for you. Oh. But it's you, that I want to please. It's you that I'll do anything for. It's you.
please tell me I can stroke it, really stroke it. Not just rub my hands up and down against it. Run my fingers over it. Trace along my balls and up the, down the side of my shaft with just my fingertip. Tell me I can do more. That it would make you happy. That you want it from me because I want to give it to you. And that I'm willing to wait, sacrifice, really, really, really work at it. tap my balls. Look at how hard I slap that finger down. One, and then two, and then three. It's just this electrifying little kick. I feel it from the tip of my big toe all the right to the base, the little lobes of my ears. It's so hot and it comes pouring out my mouth. It's exactly where the heat comes from out my mouth. I want you to slap it. I want you to slap me right there from underneath. Your palm flat, your fingers together nice and firm. I want you to make contact. I want you to hurt me. Especially if I'm not hard enough for you. If I'm not anything enough for you, hit me just like that. And you will see exactly how hard I can get. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, before I started getting better, I used to hit them so hard because of the, because of the sickness, it just, it stopped the sensation from coming through. But now just a swat, just a light one, and it's just agony. And I know you're not going to kiss it better today, mistress. My perfect little creature. The thing that guides me when I'm being a miserable little creature. Oh, you fucking love it, don't you? All the times that a boy, that a man asked you to be naked for him, to do something sexual deviant because he was bored on the other end. To have me here, powerful and in my prime and just sitting here ready, willing, degrading and degraded all for you. Does it fucking turn you on? Does it fucking turn you on like it turns me on?
love being this week for you. I love having this weakness in me. It's like I'm replacing one with the other. The pain that I feel becomes the pain that I felt and you become the new pain. So far, do you want me to hit them harder than I have so far? For you, for your enjoyment, just for you. It's okay that you do, my mistress. It's alright that you do. You can get anything from me you want. And until you know that, until you use me that way, until you can, you can't expect me to fully want you. You wouldn't want me if the roles were reversed, would you? You wouldn't want me as much as you could want a man, unless I could take everything from you, strip you down, and force you to give it to me, all without raising a finger. So be mine. string. Hurt me. Yank me. Pull me around and take me. Do it with your fucking mind. Do it with your goddamn heart. Do it with everything that you've seen me do. Make me back for you. What if you could? What if you could? What if you really could make me want you like you want me? What if you really could? Someone has to. Someone has to. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. stronger and I want you more. <laughs> How do you feel about it? How do you want it? How do you want it? Huh? <laughs> 
shitty, and you can call me anything in between. I'm yours. I'm yours. I'm yours. You can pay me. You can shun me. You can send me away, and I'll keep coming back. You can abuse me. You can abuse me. You can abuse me like I did all those pretty little girls before I figured out how to abuse them right. You can abuse me like all the boys who hurt you. You can take it out on me. You know I can take it. You know I'm good for it. You know I am. You know I can fucking take it. You know that nothing you say or do can stop me. You can hurt me as bad as you've always wanted to. You can fucking do it. You can fucking do it. You can say it. You can be cruel. You can say it. You know it'll hurt me and you know I'll keep going and that's so fucking hot, isn't it? Isn't it? Also, fucking men are babies, and they fucking roll into little balls as soon as you raise an eyebrow. You could hurt me. You could hurt me. I wouldn't just turn on and freak out and fuck you as hard as I could. You could hurt me. You could really, really hurt me. You know you fucking want it. You know you love it. Please. You know I want it too deep down. You know I want it too deep down. You know I fucking want it too. I want it right there with you. I want it right there with you. Yes, I do. Why else would I fucking be here? Why would I give myself to you like this? You know I hold all the fucking cards. You know that I have whatever. <laughs> yes, her. Yes, 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 yes. Waste it, 
and have to spend the extra effort cleaning it up later. I wish you were here to make me lick it up with my tongue so that I could put my tongue later on any part of your body you wanted. You love it so much when I am dirty for you. Please, mistress, tell me how we're gonna fuck with him next. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. Uh, we're gonna be doing questions today. However, we're gonna be doing them in a little bit of a different way. I'm actually just gonna be reading the question out loud. I haven't screened them before, um, but no, there's no voice clip playing today. We're trying this out because people have found it difficult to uh, submit voice clips in. Uh, and then there's a disorganization factor on my part, apologies. And then on top of that, a lot of you have commented that you're embarrassed. You don't want to send something in. You think it's mortifying, and even though I love all of your voices, apparently you guys don't. So, we're going to try this once and then see how that goes. Um, so, just right off the top of my head, let's see how it goes. Ah! Question number one, have you read any good books lately? Uh, the answer is no, I haven't read a single book in 2017. And I know that's awful. I am reading between 10 and 30,000 non-fiction words a day, every day just to keep up. I, I try not to politicize things too much, but we are legitimately living in fascinating times for, for both the human race and also just to be alive politically. We're living under a vast, vast conspiracy, either in one direction or another. It doesn't really matter what your political beliefs are. Uh, the number of media outlets that have reported on, on President Trump and the Russia scandal, a conspiracy is happening. Either it happened on behalf of the Russia Federation, or all of these various national and international news agencies have decided to form a conspiracy. And either way, you need to keep up with that information. And so I've been trying to very much. On top of that... Uh, for instance, this week, I read a big Vanity Fair piece. Uh, I forget the title, but it was all about what Tom Cruise did to uh, the woman before Katie. Uh, what Tom Cruise and his Scientology connections did. Uh, this was written a couple of years ago, but I saw it linked on Reddit, and I read that whole thing. Um, I don't know exactly how many words that is, but then again, I also read some articles that day. So there's a good example of my reading lately. If you think that's sad, I don't blame you, because reading novels is fantastic, but the real benefit and the real boon to it is that when I'm in these periods, where I'm in these jags, where I, I don't want to read much of other people's writing, is that I'm very productive. It's a, it's a prolific period for me. And I legitimately wonder how other writers do it, who really try and crank the work out. Uh, 
who try and be productive like I do, um, who have that aspiration in creativity, not just to create or to create well, but to create frequently. That's, it's, it's a goal. And forgive the rambling. This is why I need MP3s to cut me off. <laughs> I often wonder if people who want to be as productive as me are unable to do so because they're constantly digesting the works of others. You cannot read, you cannot consume work without it affecting you. You just can't. And there will be plenty of time for beach reading later. I'm really enjoying being informed and, uh, and writing right now. <laughs> um, someone asks, if I could go anywhere in the world right now, where would I go? And I do love traveling, and I haven't traveled in a year. Uh, we're coming up on a year in October. Denver uh, does not count for my birthday plans. That's where I went. So <laughs> right now, I really, really want to, and I'm not quite sure why, I want to go to the southern part of Mexico. There's a little tri-state area there with uh, the southern states of Mexico, I shouldn't say tri-state, should I? Uh, with the southern states of Mexico and then Colombia. Uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful region there. And it's not the most talked about, um, but it's just gorgeous. And I think I could see so many sites um, in a pretty limited time down in that area. And I also really want to see some coastal rainforest. I know you can see it in the Pacific Northwest, but... I, I want to see it there. I want to see it in uh, Mexico slash Central America slash Costa Rica, but I don't want to go to Costa Rica just for it. And that's the problem with going to that island. White people problems, am I right? Uh, do I ever look through my, prof my followers' profiles? Absolutely. Um, I do it all the time, legitimately. I do it every single day. Or if not every single day, I do it so frequently that I think I do it every single day. And I enjoy it very much even though I'm, I'm, I'm an observer. I like to observe and, and, and read other people and not interfere. And one thing that I've discovered about being the Grey Knight is that you can't have fame that anybody else gives you even if you don't think you have your own. And not have that fame be disruptive. That fame disrupts. Now, that disruption can be very positive. But me commenting on someone's picture brings them other comments, brings them other attention. And I don't like bringing attention to others because I don't like attention being pointed at me. Uh, it's been my struggle these last two years. It's my feeling that when attention is very public, that it is often used for nefarious reasons. That it's often not used for the publicly stated reason. Uh, I'm very much a charity in private guy, but I'm also a clean your laundry in private guy and a make decisions in private guy. And this is definitely not the world for me in that regard. So 
again, apologies for a little bit of a rambling answer there, but I try very, very hard not to make it known how much I'm reading you guys, how often I'm reacting to you guys, how often I'm fulfilling requests from you guys. And definitely I've had to stop pointing out who I'm doing it from or to. I've had to do that uh, just for everybody's comfort, but primarily for mine. Um, so I'm just going to read this one out. <clears throat> Hello, Jack. Would you consider yourself more into DS or DDLG, a dominant submission or daddy dom little girl? At what age did you discover that was something you were into and really good at? Thank you. Was it a girlfriend that wanted to explore these desires, or was it that you approached the idea? I have always enjoyed certain sex acts in the bedroom, but I am pretty new to the DS fetish. You have already helped me to open up and embrace it, and I would love to hear your story. Uh, I've told the story on an earlier podcast about my first uh, BDSM experience. I was, I was tied up and abandoned, and that was her mistake, because I realized I didn't really want to be tied up. I wanted to tie her up. Uh, that's the that's the Cliff Notes version of my first dominant thing. As far as DDLG, <clears throat> that was not when I was learning about my kinks and what I liked. That was not a subset. That was not an established quote-unquote kink. I'm sure you can find the keyword, what have you, but it was not its own thing and you can tell that it's still not because it's still weirdly grouped under incestuous porn um, and a lot of DDLG writers uh, do want to make it that as well but just like if you wanted in the 90s to search for just not to say it's much better now but if you just wanted to search for a hot black guy in pornography in the late 90s, early 2000s, good luck on the internet, because you weren't going to get it. You were, you're only going to find racially bigoted stuff if it's about sexuality and about a black guy for any reason, it's going to uh, demonize him, period. That's, that's all you get. And Again, in certain fetish sites and what have you, that's still all there is. It's very, very disturbing. But you can you can see what I'm trying to get to when it comes to like keywords or fetishes or kinks. And the thing that I want to stress about DDLG is it's still not a kink. If you're enjoying it on Tumblr, congratulations. But there's a lot of things that are expressed on Tumblr sexuality by people who very clearly aren't having a lot of sex. I don't know how else to put it. And have never had a lot of sex. And quite frankly, one wonders from the attitude about sex that they're displaying if they ever will, legitimately, until they really change some things around. Uh, n not to sound too harsh or not to sound too much like a headmaster. But you have to be real, real careful with what your contemporaries, who are 
also exploring their sexuality are saying. So if you're having the time of your life with this DDLG keyword, and I'm glad that you are, because I quite enjoy it as well, I know this sounds insane to you, but it might not be around in five or ten years. It's, I've seen it happen before. It's not like anything disappears from the internet, but if you think there's proportionally as many furries around today as there were in their heyday about ten years ago, you're out of your mind. There are still furries and furry conventions, and I'm sure there's a, there's a furry person who can't wait to yell at me and say our numbers are greater than ever. N no. Uh, maybe an absolute number because populations grows and, and sexuality is becoming more and more open to everybody. But as a percentage, as a percentage of people out there exploring, it's absolutely not. It had its heyday and then its numbers slumped. And lots and lots of sexual things like this happen. DDLG, for all you know, is the pet rock of late 2010s internet sexuality. So don't focus on it, because it's just keywords. It's just everything about BDSM and every subset of BDSM is just a way to find someone else. That is it. Someone else that can tickle your ivory. That's it. And again, I'm not trying to go too deep or too hard on this. But be careful. A lot of what you're reading from other people celebrating BDSM on, on places like Tumblr, on places where the audience skews younger, is all just smoke. <laughs> I've never said this message as harshly before, but as... It becomes clear to me that you guys won't stop investing me with authority. Here I am using it. <clears throat> a lot of people, the majority of people, a lot of the majority of people who are talking about BDSM are talking out of their fucking ass. And you should legitimately pretend like they were telling you to skydive. Like you should legitimately, in your own mind, pretend like they're talking about something that life or death. And then you will immediately see what fucking bullshit they are talking. Oh yeah, you can totally sky- Oh, I skydive all the time. Such a skydiver. I never even use my f my- I never even- I'm never strapped to anybody and I never had any lessons. And I, I skydive all the time. You wouldn't know the plane. I skydive all the time at night without a shoot. I do it all the time. I swear it, guys on Tumblr. I do it all the time. That's what I read when I read most uh, BDSM stuff. And I think that's what most people read, which is why DDLG is largely laughed at. Because the people who promote it are largely laughable. Uh... Nobody who really, really, really wants to experiment with deep sexuality, with intimacy, with empowerment right now, is using that hashtag. Uh, I was, I was going to say, but me, 
And I don't even know if I get to include myself because I I am mostly trying to have fun and, and grow my audience and have a good time doing it. So very serious answer to a, a kind of a short question there that was just like, hey, tell me how you do it. Uh, but I'm protective of this. I'm very protective of this. So I'm going to... I'm going to end it, hopefully, on a little bit less of a serious note after a very, very long little segue there. Um, <clears throat> the last part about it is DDLG and what it means to me and why I practice it and why it's my kink is because... It is so, so, so easy to use cliches like it's easier to build a sandcastle than not, or it's easier to knock a sandcastle down than build one. That's easy. Nurturing is harder than destruction. Everybody gets that, and everybody knows it. But what I enjoy so much about DDLG is you're communicating, or I'm communicating to my partner. I'm going to do both, or I'm going to try. I'm looking for both. I'm looking for the slap and the tickle. I'm looking to guide you, and I'm looking for you to take a little bit of the reins and pull back. And I'm looking for that give and take. And so far, by talking about how I want to be the daddy, and I want to build you up, and you're my precious little thing, and I will fuck you up, but I'm also here to be good to you. So far... Of all the BDSM communities that I have tried to interlink with and interface with and just get laid in, you know, to be perfectly frank, at different periods of my life, uh, this has brought me the best people. This has brought me the best partners. And what more, even with the people it hasn't worked out with, I really like the quote-unquote rooms DDLG has gotten me into. I meet a higher caliber and quality of women. Uh, and that's, you know, whether they're young uh, or whether they're my age or whether they're more experienced. I find that when I broadcast this message of sadism is a, sadism is not sexy. Sadism is a personality disorder. <laughs> it's not fun or sexy. What are you doing? Uh... You know what is fun or sexy? Investing in people and watching them grow. That's essentially all I'm trying to say with DDLG. And uh, again, after a super long roundabout way, that's what's so exciting and fun about it. What is my favorite meal? Well, I actually get to start talking about this again because uh, I can't eat normally, quote-unquote, i.e. like a uh, 20-year-old bachelor making $100,000 a year which is how I want to eat still, uh, <laughs> which is eating out and frequently with lots and lots of gold leaf stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I just want spicy food. I want breakfast burritos. That's what I want. That's my favorite food. My favorite food in the world is a fresh-made, hand-rolled flour tortilla, nice and warm with some cheese poured right on that so it starts to melt right away. Take a little bit of whole beans, not refried beans, but whole slow beans, just a little bit. We're not trying to lard it up with something healthy here. Just a little bit of beans on top of that cheese so that it all melts nicely. And then you take papas, 
Papas are not like hash browns. They're better. Uh, look it up, P-A-P-A-S. It's, uh, it's a little fried tater. They're fantastic. You toss that on top. A little bit of egg, a little bit more green, uh, or a little bit more cheese, some green chili, roll that up, and we're ready to go. You got yourself your basic veggie breakfast burrito. You can add meat to it if you want to. Sometimes I do for the protein, but really... I just like it. I just love it. Have I ever tried pizza without cheese? I have. Uh, I used to get, before they became exorbitantly priced, uh, Amy's Kitchen is a take-and-bake in the States kind of healthy food choice thing for vegetarians and vegans. Uh, They used to have... Uh, they still have it, but I'm not buying it for 10 bucks. They had a cheeseless pizza that was quite good, and I would get that. And also they had a spinach pizza with cheese and, and no meat, and I would get that frequently as well. Hello, Jack. I was just wondering, how tall are you? In a lot of your audios, you mentioned you're quite a bit taller than the listener. I'm a new listener, and I'm 6'2", so I've been doubting that you're a lot taller than me. Uh, Emma goes on there, but Emma, I'm not much taller than you. I'm an inch taller than you. I am 6'3", slash about 190 centimeters tall for our European friends. Or, not our European friends, everybody else in the world friends. There's my ugly American coming out. I'm not a lot taller than you, but I'm also not narrating directly as me, even when speaking in the first person. I know that's fairly complicated, but it's the best I got. Just imagine that I'm Tom Hiddleston, Instead of speaking into a camera, because I'm not as cute as him, uh, I speak into a microphone. This is where I would be tempted to make a joke about Benedict Cumberbatch, and that I'm as cute as he is on camera, which is why I'm on the microphone. But people get really mad about stuff like that, so... Just know that I wanted to make a Benedict Cumberbatch looks a little bit like a Kiff from Futurama reference right there, about both myself and him, however... I have chosen not to. (laughs) Even though I'm pretty sure that right now uh, it's okay to make fun of Benedict Cumberbatch and amazingly, Tom Hardy, I think it's okay to make fun of both of them as long as you don't make fun of Idris Elba. I think I figured out the 2017-2018 British star calendar that I can make fun of. God help me when it becomes Chadwick Boseman that I can't make fun of. That's going to be a dark year or two, I tell you what. What color eyes do you have? I have, and I'm going to end it right here because it's such a fun question. I have the most beautiful Pixar princess giant blue eyes. And thank you so much for asking. And thank you so much for listening. And you should fucking give me some money on Patreon or some shit. Whatever you want to do. Uh, The blog is on Tumblr. You can just look it up. Tumblr, you know it. That's where all of my answers are. There's like a million on there. So, hi. I'm real close to the mic. It is minutes away from my Friday as soon as I upload this. I answered all these questions just because I like you. I put on a live show last night for tips. It went awesome. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'll see you next week.